0: The U.S. is getting its first new nuclear reactor in 40 years. Emily Jones
1: This coverage is made possible through a partnership with Grist and WABE, Atlanta's NPR station. The first new nuclear reactor built in the United States, in more than 40 years, is now up and running in Waynesboro, Georgia. After more than a decade of construction and spiraling costs, Plant Vogtel Unit 3, the first of two new reactors at the site, started producing power at its full capacity in May. It's expected to come online this month after a final round of tests. The completion of the new reactors is a major milestone not just for the long-delayed project but for nuclear energy in the United States. The new units at Plant Vogtel were the first nuclear construction approved in decades and are the country's only new reactors in progress. Once seen as the future of US nuclear, the story of Vogtel has gotten more complicated as construction has stretched over a decade and costs have continued to climb. Its narrative is still about the promise of carbon-free energy, but it's also a cautionary tale. To support our non profit environmental journalism, please consider disabling your ad blocker to allow ads on grist. Here's how. In a rational world, this would be the last nuclear power project that would be built in the United States, said University of British Columbia physicist and nuclear skeptic M. V. Ramana. When the Nuclear Regulatory Commission approved the Vogtel construction in 2012, the project was hailed as the dawn of a new nuclear age. The resurgence of America's nuclear industry starts here in Georgia, where you've just got approval for the first time in three decades to build new nuclear reactors, then Energy Secretary Stephen Chu told workers at the plant as construction got underway.
0: The History of Plant Vogtel
1: Plant Vogtel Unit 3 is the first new nuclear reactor built in the U.S. in more than 40 years. It's a major milestone in nuclear energy that serves as a carbon-free promise and a cautionary tale. Created by Wave News
0: Plant Vogtel Breaks Ground 1970
1: Georgia Power Company, a unit of Atlanta-based Southern Company, decides to build four nuclear reactors along the Savannah River bordering South Carolina. Two of the reactors are later canceled. Unit 2 finally goes online after Unit 1 entered service in 1987. Originally projected to cost $660 million, the two reactors eventually cost $8.9 billion. Discussions
0: about easing permitting 2001.
1: Utilities including Southern Company, the parent of Georgia Power Company, meet with federal regulators to discuss ways to ease permitting for new nuclear power plants in a push by President George W. Bush's administration.
0: Southern Company applies for a permit to build a new nuclear reactor. 2005.
1: Southern Company announced that it's evaluating the Vogtel site for new reactors, saying it believes Georgia will need more electrical generation in the future. A year later, Southern Company picks Westinghouse's AP-1000 reactor design and applies for an early site permit days after U.S. Energy Secretary Samuel Bodman promises $2 billion in incentives for new reactors nationwide in a speech at Georgia Power headquarters.
0: Construction begins. 2009.
1: The Georgia Public Service Commission approves Georgia Power's request to begin construction. Weeks later, Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue signs a law allowing Georgia Power to make customers pay financing costs during construction. Contractors begin moving dirt at Vogtel. The reactors are supposed to cost $14 billion and be complete by 2017.
0: Construction is underway, so are delays. 2012
1: The Nuclear Regulatory Commission approves licenses for Vogtle and Summer. By then, with construction underway, the projects were already running behind.
0: More delays and spiraling costs. 2015
1: Georgia Power and plant construction contractors sue each other over delays that add more than 3 billion dollars to the project and 3 years to the completion date.
0: Westinghouse goes bankrupt. Construction continues at Plant Vogtel. 2017.
1: Mounting delays and losses lead Westinghouse, then a unit of Japan's Toshiba Corporation, to file for bankruptcy. To walk away, Toshiba pays $3.7 billion to the Georgia owners and $2.2 billion to the South Carolina owners. The South Carolina owners abandon construction at summer after state owned utility Santee Cooper votes to stop. The Georgia Public Service Commission votes to let work continue at Vogtel as the price tag crosses $25 billion.
0: Governor Deal intervenes, saves plant Vogtel. 2018
1: The city-owned utility in Jacksonville, Florida unsuccessfully tries to void its contract to buy Vogtel's power from the Municipal Electric Authority of Georgia. Oglethorpe Power, owned by Georgia Electric Cooperatives, threatens to pull out and torpedo Vogtel. Oglethorpe relents after Governor Nathan Deal intervenes and George of Power agrees to pay some potential overruns.
0: Total cost reaches $12 billion. 2019.
1: The Trump administration finalizes another $3.7 billion in loan guarantees for Vogtel, bringing the total to $12 billion.
0: COVID-19 causes delays. 2020.
1: The COVID-19 pandemic slows work at Vogtel. Former Scana Corporation executives begin pleading guilty to federal criminal charges over concealing delays at summer.
0: Total cost is doubled. 2021.
1: Georgia Power announces a cascading series of four delays, with monitors saying contractors and Southern Company did sloppy work while rushing to meet an unachievable schedule. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission steps up oversight. Costs to owners exceed $28 billion, double the original estimate.
0: Costs continue rising, Unit 3 nears completion. 2022.
1: Georgia Power's co-owner Sue, saying the utility is reneging on its contract to shoulder overruns, as costs to owners surpass $30 billion. Georgia Power settles with Municipal Electric Authority of Georgia. Unit 3 begins loading radioactive fuel.
0: Unit 3 achieves full power, Unit 4 is progressing. 2023.
1: Vogtel's Unit 3 begins generating electricity, and officials announced on May 29 that it achieved full power output. Unit 4 reaches a key testing phase. Costs to owners reach $31 billion.
0: Plant Vogtel breaks ground. Discussions about easing permitting. Construction begins. Westinghouse goes bankrupt, construction continues at Plant Vogtel. Governor Deal intervenes, saves Plant Vogtel. COVID 19 causes delays. Costs continue rising. Unit 3 nears completion. Unit 3 achieves full power. Unit 4 is progressing.
1: 1960, 1970, 1980, 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020, 2030, 2040, 2050. 2060 2070 2080 2090 2100 2110 2120 2130 2140 1957 1959 1962 1964 1966 1968 1971 1973 1975 1977 1979 1982 1984 1986 1988 1991, 1993, 1995, 1997, 1999, 2002, 2004, 2006, 2008, 2011, 2013, 2015, 2017 2019. 2022. 2024. 2026. 2028. 2031. 2033. 2035. Timeline JS. In the intervening decade, the climate crisis has accelerated and the need to decarbonize has become ever more urgent, making nuclear power more appealing. Since renewable energy sources are often intermittent, relying on the sun shining or the wind blowing, many see nuclear plants as an important complementary source of power. Each fogtile reactor can generate enough electricity to power half a million homes without burning fossil fuels. As we're closing coal plants, we have to replace them with something," said Georgia Public Service Commissioner Tim Eccles. That switch can make a big dent in climate warming emissions. Once both units come online, Georgia's overall carbon emissions from electricity generation are expected to drop by 5 to 10 percent, according to Georgia Tech professor Marilyn Brown, who tracks the state's emissions. That's a big number, she said. But throughout its decade of construction, the project has also been plagued by cascading delays and climbing costs. The first reactor was scheduled to come online in 2016. It's hitting that milestone seven years later. The total price tag has more than doubled, to more than $30 billion. Now, utilities are looking for nuclear projects that would have a more reliable cost and schedule, said John Kotek of the Nuclear Energy Institute in Washington, D.C. They're focusing on smaller reactors that would generate hundreds of megawatts instead of thousands like the Vogtel reactors. The Tennessee Valley Authority, the corporation created by New Deal legislation that manages the Tennessee River and provides electricity to Tennessee and surrounding states, has announced plans to build several of these small modular reactors, he said, while Duke Energy, Dominion Energy, Rocky Mountain Power, and Pacificer have included new nuclear energy in their future plans. Part of the motivation for the small modular reactors here in the U.S. is that they come with a lower price tag, Kotek said. They're just physically smaller machines that cost less to build. They'll take less time to get into operation. But critics say that was the promise of Vogtel, too, that it would be a new kind of reactor that's cheaper and faster to build. Ramana said there's no reason to think small modular reactors will be different. The lesson I think we should learn from this is, what works on the computer doesn't work in the real world, he said. The plant Vogtel reactors are a design called AP-1000, which developer Westinghouse said could be built cheaper and faster thanks in part to modular construction, relying on factory-made components instead of building from scratch on site. But the cost estimate jumped immediately when it came time to actually build, Ramana said, and only climbed from there. All of this was predictable, he said, because similar issues have plagued most other nuclear projects. In fact, it was predicted at the time. The Public Interest Advocacy staff of the Georgia Public Service Commission warned back in 2008 that the costs could skyrocket. They advocated for a risk-sharing mechanism to incentivize Georgia Power to keep the construction costs down and opposed plans to bill customers for the Vogtel construction while it was underway. Both proposals failed. Thanks to a 2009 state law, Georgia Power ratepayers are billed a monthly nuclear construction cost recovery fee. They will begin paying an additional monthly charge when each of the new plant Vogtel units come online. It's absolutely nonsensical that they are going to have to bear the burden of this gamble with this kind of technology," said Jennifer Whitfield, a senior attorney with the Southern Environmental Law Center. Instead of the risk-sharing idea, the Public Service Commission has the ability to review plant Vogtel costs and exclude any it deems imprudent. Advocates are gearing up for a fight over whether plant Vogtel's ever-rising price tag is prudent once both new reactors are online. Going forward, Whitfield said there are more cost-effective ways to decarbonize, such as energy efficiency improvements and solar, which is now cheaper than gas, coal, and nuclear. Proponents see nuclear as a necessary complement to those other renewables, providing what's known as baseload power all the time, instead of only when the sun is shining or the wind is blowing. But that's old-fashioned thinking, Ramana said. They just want to have coal plants without coal, he said. We'll never solve the climate problem that way. Instead, Ramana said, it will require rethinking how we manage the energy grid. There's not going to be a silver bullet solution, he said.